You're listening to Hashtag No Filter on Revolver. and welcome to episode 55 of Hashtag No Filter. Before I get into today's episode, I wanted to mention our event happening tomorrow night. I, along with Jewel the Bee and Lindsay Metzlar of We Met at Acme, we are hosting a live podcast recording at Improv Asylum in New York City, and we'll be discussing dating, relationships, marriage, divorce, sex, friendships, following your passions, motherhood, and so much more. And it's going to be so much fun. So it's your last chance to get tickets. So if you're in the New York area, the show is tomorrow night, Wednesday, October 16th at Improv Asylum. And you can go to improvasylum.com to purchase tickets. I hope to see you there. If you are not in the New York area, do not worry. The episode will air on Hashtag No Filter soon enough. Anyway, let's get to today's episode. So today's guest is Andrea Levoff, and she is a comedian, a writer, a coach, and a dope-ass mom. Yes, that is the name of her brand, Dope-Ass Mom, and that is what she is, a dope-ass mom. And let's see how many times I can say dope-ass mom in the first 45 seconds of the podcast. (laughs) But no, I really did love this conversation with Andrea. She's awesome. I love her outlook on life in general, but specifically on motherhood, especially, you know, I'm someone who does not have kids, but it's really interesting and refreshing to hear her take on everything having to do with motherhood and beyond and her business and so much more. We talked about so many different things, and I really, really enjoyed this conversation. And if you weren't following Andrea before this podcast or didn't know of her, which you should have known of her, but if you didn't, I think you're going to love her and I think you are going to start following her immediately. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Here is episode 55 of Hashtag No Filter with Andrea Levoff. Welcome, Andrea. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Good, good. We had a couple like um, technical difficulties setting this up, but we're here and we're very excited. (laughs) Very excited. Very, very. Been a long time coming. So before we get into a lot of questions and questions I got on Instagram and all of that fun stuff, can you just give a little background about who, for those who don't know, for of who you are, kind of how you got to where you are today, what you do exactly, and uh, in a nutshell? I was hoping you were going to tell me that. (laughs) (laughs) We can do that too. (laughs) This is what this is about. My name's Andrea Lovoff. Um, I am known as the dope-ass mom on Instagram, and I guess maybe in life now. Um, I started doing comedy. I started doing stand-up comedy about five or six years ago. And um, after I had children, I realized that it was just a little bit um, hard to do stand-up with kids mm-hmm. late nights and in the bars and stuff. So I started took it to YouTube yeah. and did some videos. And then sort of that's when Instagram started getting popular and I started just doing it daily on the gram. Love it. So that's now. Yeah. And did you, when growing up, did you always know like this is kind of the direction you were going to go or like when you were younger, not that you're not young right now, but when you were young, young. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But no, I, I always wanted, I always loved comedy. I always loved to make people laugh. I always was the clown of the family. Right. But I didn't know. I wish that someone had told me, you know, like I wish someone in college would have been like, you don't need to get your English degree or, you you know, I felt like I didn't have very much guidance, but I guess, you know, that's just for us to figure out. Right, right. Exactly. So now you do comedy, you're a coach as well, correct? Yes. Yeah. I have a few, I have a few clients, not very many. I don't do that as much. Okay. Uh, I'm more focused on the comedy now. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you have any plans to start a podcast or anything? 
I do. That's why I have a microphone. Oh, oh, you don't just have a microphone. Wait, no, I'm kidding. That's awesome. When is, can you tell us about it or not yet? Probably, probably in the next few months. I just got started and we're doing a creative for it. Um, so it's going to be called the Joe Bass podcast. Oh my, cause I was wondering, I'm like, I don't see that she has a podcast anywhere, but I feel like she should. Yeah. That's really exciting. I hope you'll be a guest whenever I. Oh my God, I'd be honored. Um, thank you. So, okay. So in terms of so I have a lot of mothers, young mothers that follow my Instagram and follow and, and listen to the podcast. So a lot of these kind of topics and things that I wanted to touch on obviously have to do around mothers, which is perfect because you're a dope ass mom. So it works really well. So in terms of your kind of journey to, or within motherhood, so how many kids do you have? I have two. You have two. So did you always know you wanted to be a mother? You know, not really. I never, I know this is going to sound, I don't know how this is going to sound, but I'm just going to say it. I didn't, I wasn't, I I kind of figured I would. Yeah. I wasn't like knocking down its door either. You know what I mean? Like I just kind of figured that that's what, I don't know that I really ever thought about it either way. It was just sort of like, I don't know. That's what people do. That's what you do. Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah, it's because I, I, um, my husband and I, we don't have kids and we've gone back and forth forth. And if we want them and if we do, we definitely don't want them yet. But like all of our, most of our friends have kids by this point. So it's kind of, I know, you it's know? Kind of crazy. I feel like the older you get, the smarter you get. And <laughs> you're like, wait, wait, I've got a good thing going. Do I? <laughs> and I'm like, we're really I selfish. It's smart. it's smart to be thoughtful about it. You know, it. like, I don't know. Yeah. I, it's, yeah. Cause I know some people like they grow up and they're like, more. Oh, sorry, say yeah. that again. I was going to say, I think women are just more informed and like actually starting to think about what works for them and what doesn't and more vocal about it, which I think is awesome. I think it's amazing. Yeah. And I feel like a lot, you know, I have friends that kind of ever since they knew what having a child meant, they've wanted one. And then I have friends that kind of didn't like you, like didn't really think about it, just knew that was what they were going to do sort of. Um, So I feel like, but at least people are more open about talking about it now. I've noticed about all the things. Yeah. I think it's really really healthy. <laughs> yes, definitely. So in terms of, um, advice, so I have a lot of new mothers that, um, I'm friendly with that are followers and listeners. What, if you could give any advice, like the top piece of advice for a new mother who's never had a child before this is her first one, what would it be? Probably to let yourself off the hook. Mm-hmm. Like it's so hard and no one is perfect. No one is perfect. And it's, you're not going to do it perfectly. Like your kids are going to be like, I don't know, messed up. (laughs) 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 And it may be because of you and it might not be because of you. It's just, it's funny. You see like people who are siblings and I'm sure you've noticed this, how you experience like your mom completely different Mm -hmm. from your sibling. Mm -hmm. And she's the same person. You know (laughs) what I mean? It's all through our own filter. So and when you have new kids, I think they're just, you have the hormones going on and you're just trying to figure out if you're doing it all right. And you don't want to make a mistake and you just, you just are, right. you know, like you're not always going to say the right things. You're not always going to do it, you know, correctly. And I would just say, I think that we have like about the really important things. I think mothers have something that's ignited like an intuition. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is really something to listen to, Yeah, you know, like even if someone, you know, I had an instance where the doctor was like, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. But I knew, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. I just knew my gut that something was up. And so I spoke up and it ended up, it ended up being something and it was fine. Right. But right. it's just, it's just, it's just hard, you it's, know, like there's no way around it. Like, that, it's just but that maternal, hard. that maternal instinct 
instinct it really I imagine does kick in like once you have that baby it does kick in yeah Yeah, it does kick in and I think you're just tired and you're hor. I mean especially in the beginning and you think it's you know never gonna get better you're not gonna ever feel like yourself again and you do you You know it takes time yeah so and then on a similar note going from one child to two what advice do you have there (laughs) Going from one child to two is like going from one to a hundred. Oh, it's, okay. <laughs> I think it's a lot. I think it's a lot. I think it's a lot. Like the friends that I see that just had one, like they can maintain some sort of like semblance of their life. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's like, oh, they just have a buddy. Two is like, I don't even know. It's like a hundred. It's just a hundred and one Dalmatians. <laughs> So it's a lot. I would would imagine moms with three would say that, but I, I don't know. Like it's a lot because then you have two personalities Mm -hmm. and then you have, you know, mine are getting older. So I think as they get older, it gets easier in the beginning, have a toddler and a baby is not, is not ideal. Yeah. That sounds that, well, I have, I have friends that have two under, what is it? Like two under, no, one of them, two under two. And then one, those, what is it? Irish twins when they're like 11 months apart. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. It's a lot. It's It's all a lot. So I think you talk about this. I don't know if I read it in a blog post or you just, maybe it's on your site somewhere. I don't know, but about self-care and the importance of, and the importance of that. Didn't you talk about that recently? Did I read that? I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure I wrote a blog. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I feel like I think about that all the time. (laughs) I'm reading your mind. (laughs) Um, So the importance of, so when you, you know, like I imagine as a new mother, I mean, you're all over the place with the hormones and everything else going on. So how important was that for you when your kids were younger, when you first had your kids, that importance of kind of like trying not to lose yourself and taking care of yourself, whether it's a bubble bath or a therapy session or something else? So important. I mean, the most important thing, like your kids are going to be fine. You know, like you're going to, you're going to do all the things you're going to feed them. You're going to put them to sleep. It's like those things come naturally to us. Right. But it's the taking care of ourselves that that doesn't come so naturally to most. And I think that that it really is so important. It makes a big difference. A yeah. huge difference. Cause how do you, I yeah. guess like take care of these like two little things or one right. little thing. They're not right. things, they're humans, but little humans, <laughs> if you're not taken care of. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. Cause you're, I love, I mean, again, I don't have kids, so I can't speak from that exactly, but I mean, I have nephews and nieces and everything, but you like, you're just so funny. Do you just laugh through motherhood? Like when something, or maybe it was more when your kids were younger, when something just like so horribly like crazy went on with your kids, do you just laugh it off? Like, how did you get through it? I feel like I'm just honest. Yeah. Like I, I was talking to my friend this morning and she was saying how she felt like a terrible mother. And I was like, you're not a terrible. She's like, I curse in front of I, I was like, I do that all the time. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you're, I mean, I, if I was a mother, I'd be saying fuck every second. Like, that's just what all I the do. Time. I mean, I try not to, but it happens. And like this morning I was like, I actually hate them right now. Like I dropped them <laughs> off at school. My son sneezed on my daughter and you would have thought it was like world war vomited on her or like, pushed, I mean, She's beating him with her backpack. Oh. She's screaming at like a level 15. He's just like stunned. And I'm just like, get out of the car. Right. Like I hate you both. I really hate you both right, right. now. Like, and then, and do you, in those moments, do you yell at them? Or you kind of just like have to, like, do you just, just say like, get out of my face? Like, how do you deal with it? I mean, sometimes I yell. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I yell sometimes. I grew up in, we yell. I'm a yeller. Me I don't too. know. <laughs> I'm a yeller. I don't know. Is sometimes that better? Than- better that way. Yeah. 
and then I apologize. I'm going to, I apologize though. Right. You know, like in the times where I've really lost it, like I've, I've set them down and said, you know what, like that, you know, that was me. That was, I was reacting. I'm tired. I think that goes a long way with kids. Yeah. You know, like, and I feel like it kind of shows them like, it's okay to lose it for a minute. Like it's okay. Like you're human. Like that you kind of had a moment of like, you're driving me fucking crazy. Get out of the car. I'll see you in eight hours. (laughs) Right. Yeah. No, I told them, I was like, you realize the only time it's peaceful for me is when you're asleep and when you're at school. (laughs) (laughs) How old are your kids? Nine and seven. Nine and seven. Okay. But do they, for the most part, get along or just when they're sneezing? Oh no. Okay. They really don't. I'd like to say that they're great friends, but they don't, they they don't get along. All yeah. That great. Maybe when they're older, maybe. So maybe. When maybe. you mentioned you were talking, I think you said you were talking to your friend or something. Did are most of your friends now like quote mommy friends? Like when you, you met them when the kids were younger, they like, are, are they in completely separate places in life or like who, what's your kind of friend world right now? Well, I have a really, I think I have a diverse friend world and mm-hmm. I like I have my girlfriends that I, you know, I met in preschool with the, with our kids. And then I have my girlfriends that I met when our kids were a little bit older, right? you know, at their new school. And then I have like my original crew, mm-hmm. you know, like I have the girls that, you know, some are married with kids, some aren't, some aren't married, some are divorced, um, don't have kids. So I have, I have like a really, I have a range. That's good though. Right. Like that. I like, yeah, that. I like it that way. Um, because then I can get you know, if I want to go out and not talk about kids, I can go out with one of yeah. my single girlfriends or whatever. Right. Right. Um, it's nice to have kind of like different outlets, right? <laughs> yeah. It's nice. Yeah. So the friends you, like, I know when you have, or at least my, I'm talking about my friends now, but some of them have said, you know, it's hard, like when you have kids and maybe not everyone around you has kids your age, it can be hard to kind of make those friends as an adult. And like, if you have someone who doesn't want to go to the like music, Jimbery, whatever those classes are, like the mommy and me, Jimbery music shit, like if you don't want to do that or you can't because you're a full-time working mom, how do you meet people? Like, I guess it's more like, how do you meet people as an adult? It's hard. It is. Yeah, it is hard. I think once your kids get into school, Mm -hmm. It's like sometimes there's like forced activities and I would just say to go to the, you know, go to those even right. though you don't want to. Right. Cause I never even, you know, I was the first of my friends to have children. Um, and I, I've spent a long time without mom friends. Yeah. I, I mean, two years and I would go to the, you know, the Jimbery, uh, mommy and me classes and I would just sort of like make fun of it in my head. You know? <laughs> I have one friend who's like, Julie, I'm not going to that shit. Like, I'm not going to Jimboree, but it's like. She might go and then find someone that also feels like that. Right. And then they would connect. And then they would connect. So it's kind of like you have to just force yourself to do it. And it's awkward. It's like asking someone for a date. It is. It's It's totally awkward making friends. Yeah. At, at an adult, at least like in high school and college and middle, when you're younger, it's easy. You're like forced to be in a class together. Yeah. But it's, I mean, okay. you bond over your, you can bond over your kids, you right. know, that's where it starts. And then you can see, you know, who, who fits your, who right. Be in your, yeah. Because so, the, another, someone I know is kind of going through like, and maybe, I don't know if you went through this, but she had her kid. She had a career. It was great. Um, she kind of put it on pause to have the kid and deal kind of like raise the baby. And now it's kind of like that confusing time where she doesn't not like she kind of like she lost herself a little bit and she doesn't really know how to get it back. I had someone on the podcast that kind of talked about this a lot way back. Um, but how, like, was that, how is that for you? Like going back to work? How did, how did you handle all that? 
it was a process. I mean, I never really loved what I was doing before. So when I stopped, it wasn't my passion, you know, it wasn't something that was really lighting me up. So whenever I got pregnant and had kids, it was sort of a natural, and I, you know, I was lucky enough to be able to stay home. Like I totally realized that doesn't exist for everybody. Right. Um, and so I did stay home and I think I got bored mm-hmm. and that sort of forced me to kind of figure out what it, what it was that I wanted to do. I think it motherhood kind of pushed me into what I'm doing now in a good way, you know, not like it sort of allowed me the space and time to sort of discover what it was that I wanted to do. Right. And, and because of motherhood, that's kind of how you really honed in on it. I think so. That's it gave awesome. me the platform. I think I would have probably gone this way with whatever kind of life change I would have had. But I think because it was motherhood, it sort of kind of formed into that. Right, right, right. No, that makes sense. Because I imagine it's hard, like, especially if I don't know, if you're in some the the girl who's on the podcast, what about said, like, I was like working nine to not nine to five, but much longer hours than that, but in a corporate environment, like, and then I had my kid and then I just kind of like lost, like, I don't, I didn't know what to do. (laughs) And it took time to figure it out. Yeah. I mean, I see women, I know women that would much prefer to be like at work than they are. (laughs) Same. I've heard that too. (laughs) Like I've heard that. I know, you know, like I think it's, it's just hard. I mean, it's just hard either way. I think if you use it for your benefit, I think that's the best way, Right. you know, to sort of catapult you into your next move or what you really want to do. Or I think that's, that's what I did. And I think that's a good way to sort of leverage it. Yeah. And kind of not forcing it, right? Like when it maybe right now is how it should be. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I like when I first had kids, my, I didn't have anyone that had kids, you know, all of my friends were younger and I mean, not even younger, but like younger for nowadays, you know? So I was just at home, like watching the today show, like just like waiting for an adult to talk to. Right. <laughs> right, because I mean, for how long can you it's talk to a baby? at the bit for someone to like, come by. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like? Do you drink wine? Are you? Uh... Yeah, I'm a wine. Okay, I so wine. like, I I feel like if I had a kid, like I would wait till it was like appropriate time, and I would just like drink wine and watch TV. Like I don't know what I would do all day. <laughs> yeah, I would just wait. I mean, I would just wait for someone to come home or like a friend to pop by or like I don't know. Like I just didn't have, I didn't have that like community. Yet. Right. Well, cause at that point, well, there was social media. Like, were you on Instagram then? Cause that was only what your seven years ago. I was on Instagram, but I wasn't using it that way. Like oh. I got on it right away. I just didn't really know what it was. And I wasn't, I wasn't online, but I remember being out with a girlfriend probably like six weeks postpartum. And I was still in my like maternity jeans. Right. And like, I had, you know, when they like really suck you in at the top, yeah. like actually, find them because can I buy them and this guy that like I hadn't seen in a long time but like sort of used to date saw me out and he was like he's like what have you been up to and I was like well I had a baby and he's like you what oh I feel like that's out of a movie <laughs> and my friend Carrie was like what's you know she's like super defensive she'd just gotten divorced and she was like what's wrong with you she's like why don't you have a baby <laughs> 
<laughs> we all need a carry in our life. We all need, we all need a carry. We still laugh about it. She's like, I think I, she's like, that was before I went to therapy. <laughs> That's, it kind of reminds me of, um, oh, that Sex in the City episode. Although that was different because they were like hooking up, but she was like, oh yeah, I'm pregnant. Or like I had a baby and he's like, what? Like they had used to hook up or something. <laughs> yeah, thankfully we never hooked up. Right, so right. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, so how, like social media, speaking of Instagram, social media now, well, two part question. One, how do you, social media and kids are your kids on it do you let them be on it do you not so my kids are yeah I take the view that people that follow me are good Mm -hmm. like I don't I don't feel like I attract too many weirdos and I just I take the view that most people in this world are good yep and yes things happen but I'm just not going to worry about it Mm -hmm. I don't I don't know I don't think about it I don't get much energy right right I mean if something Uh, does happen then you deal with it and they either block the person or whatever it is I'm not a celebrity I don't know I don't I don't talk about where they go to school right I just don't think anyone cares that much about me right and so you're so they're on your social media and then do they have their own social media accounts or not yet they want YouTube channels oh and I feel like sort of a hypocrite to say that they can't oh Uh, you know those kids doing YouTube make millions and millions and millions of dollars No, it's crazy. They just like, watch them unwrap toys. Right. <laughs> so they might, so they're not on it yet, but they'll be on your channel, obviously. And you're, and you're okay with that. Cause I know like people have different opinions. Some won't put their kid on it. And some just are kind of like you, like, I trust that good people are following me. And if not, we'll handle it and we'll manage it. And I mean, you I can't, think, yeah, I would think twice now, I guess when they were littler, I thought it was funny to like, you know, if they, you know, you know, got, poop on their pants or something I might that. like I feel like now I would think maybe twice about yeah. posting something that I know would embarrass them oh yeah do you know what I mean yeah. like I, I would be more I try to focus it more on me right you know and they're they're in my life so I show them I don't really I don't talk like personally about their issues no like so I would never do that right so you're like sensitive to or if they if like when they're old, I mean they're obviously old enough now but if they were if they say I really don't want to be on it you would respect that I would respect that yeah 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 because mm-hmm. it can be hard with social media now it's like I get creepy freaking and I don't have kids on, on there on it but I get like creepy do you ever get creepy dms from gross oh, men they're like my favorite I actually really <laughs> actually really really enjoy them (laughs) wait what's the best one you've gotten (laughs) I mean I got this one this one time who he said he's like asking me about myself and asking me about like you know where do you live and And obviously I didn't respond and then all of a sudden he was like have you ever heard of a bitcoin and I was like dude I don't want to see your bitcoin like ha 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 like you know what I mean and he's like He's like, I think you'd be a really good Bitcoin trader. Oh, like he was actually talking about Bitcoin. I want you to trade. I want you to join my company. And I was like, wait, like, I actually got really offended. So I was like, I thought you were hitting on me. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted you to hit on me. (laughs) I wanted you to hit on me, not like scam me for money. Like, but I do. You get those financial, like. Something not as much financial. It's more like I definitely get the random trying to have me like join their podcast network. And when I go look at the network, it's like one person and it's a yeah. podcast that hasn't is not even a real thing, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. But, I got someone thinking about my toes one time. Oh, I, like, that's cute. And I posted my feet. 
and they were like, I like to, I like dim toes. I was like, thank you. Like, thanks so much. Thank you. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> so, okay. So you're obviously you're active on social media. What else? Like, well, here, I have a better idea. Can you walk us through a day in your life, like a typical day in your life? If there's a typical day. There's really no typical day, but I would say if I'm shooting, I think those are the probably more interesting days. Like yesterday, I, cause you know, it's pictures upon picture upon picture, like, cause I sort of dabble in fashion blogging. Right. So I have to take a lot of pictures. So yesterday I like pulled out my old DSLR camera that I bought, like when I became a mom and thought I was going to take all these pictures. (laughs) And I was like, I can do this. Like, I don't need a photographer. I don't need to hire someone. This is, you know, point and shoot. Right. So I got a girlfriend and we went down by the river, the Chicago River, and we changed outfits a few times. So you, you can find me changing in public, which I never thought. Oh, I would so do. people could be driving by and then like, there you are. Yeah. yeah. Just, I'm not modest anymore. Right. Like, I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> and we're changing. And then we decide to jump on a water taxi because that will be, you know, I'll do anything for a pic, almost anything for a fun picture. Yeah. And I think it's sort of forced me to have more fun because I'm I'm having fun on my Instagram. You can see that. Right. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's I'm actually I'm doing these things. And I think if I'm pretending to have fun for long enough, eventually it's going to turn into fun. Yeah. You know, so that's sort of how I look at it. So we got on the water taxi. We're taking pictures. No idea where we're going. I'm like, should we get off? Is it round trip? What's happening? We get off. The guy doesn't make us pay. He's like, whatever, you girls are fun. Aww. Don't pay. We get off. We get off in Chinatown. Now we're in Chinatown. Then we go eat. Fun. We get one of the bubble teas, you know, yeah. and then I, I have to get home now because I can't go to pick up. I was wearing like this like full on sequin, like <laughs> carpool <yeah>. line. <laughs> <laughs> so then I go home and change and go pick up my kids. And that was my day yesterday. And that, so are you, do you shoot often? I shoot probably, I probably once a week. Nice. Okay. Because, yeah. yeah, you do dabble in fashion blogging. So what, like, well, how long have you had your website, your blog and everything? About two years. Two years. So yeah. what are your thoughts on, because everyone has thoughts on the blogging world. What are your thoughts on kind of that, like, influencer blogging industry? I mean, you're kind of in it, so it might be from a different standpoint. But on it, like, do you think it's too saturated of an industry? Like, if someone were to start today, I mean, if you only started two years ago and you're doing great, like, is it possible I think it's possible if you, I think if you have a unique outlook on something, right. You know, there's a dime a dozen of people that are just fashion blogging, but if you have a spin or you have something unique or you, you know, like, or you're doing it or you're doing it really well, Mm -hmm. right. Like if you're being really professional about it, I think there's still, I think there's still room. Yeah. I think think? so too. I mean, I feel like if, if you're, I don't know. I kind of feel like it's definitely if you have like a unique angle or your something, your fashion sense is something like you're doing it well, like you said, or something unique. I don't see why not. Like I almost feel it's kind of cool if you start now, if you have that unique angle, because it's like something new to look at. Like I've been following the same blogs for years. Mm-hmm. So I think it's kind of, but I know it's obviously harder because it's, there is, there are so, it's so much competition, but if you, I almost feel like if you start it, not so much to make money, but just because you enjoy it and you're passionate about it, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Come on up. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, now with podcasting, like, I mean, I started mine, I guess it was a year and a half, over a year and a half ago, and there were already a shit ton of podcasts out there. But now every day, like there are new podcasts. So you have to have a unique angle or, I mean, it's hard. It is hard. Yeah. I remember seeing when I was taking a stand up class at Second City, I remember seeing a flyer to like how to start a podcast. I was like, podcast. 
everybody's doing that. Like it's too late for a podcast. No, I think it's like a perfect time. Five years ago. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it's a perfect time to start. Um, what, what, okay. I have, so it's a three part advice question. What advice I'll tell you first and you can choose how you want to answer it. One is advice that you would give your younger self advice that you would, or not advice, but kind of words of wisdom, I guess, advice that you would want your kids to take with you, like the number one thing that you want them to know and think about every day. And then the best advice you've ever received. Whoa. Wow. Let me think. Okay. So advice I would give to my younger self, I would say, I would say like, don't be so hard on yourself. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's probably pretty common. No, but but I think it's so true because And you kind of even said it when you, the advice for a new mom, like, don't be so hard on yourself. Give yourself a break. Yeah. Hindsight is 20. Yep. You know? Yep. And so we often evaluate ourselves or I evaluate myself from what I know now. So like what, you know, the decisions I made then and which is just not fair, Mm -hmm. you know? Absolutely. I didn't have that information then. So I would say don't be so hard on yourself. Love it. Um, To my kids. I would say I think it's important to just like find joy, like whatever that is. I see so many people get so stressed, you know, just stress and there's so much to do. And now with college and all this, you know, Instagram and it's all this like sort of fake joy, you Uh know, like fake fun and fake, like just have fun, right? you know, (laughs) whatever that fun is like, do you like, do you like, don't worry so much about all those other things. They'll all fall into place. Yeah. And I, I guess love that. I tell myself that too. I love They're that. too harder. I, I leave that for myself too. Yeah. And okay. So my, the best advice I've ever gotten is, so I got my master's degree in spiritual psychology. Mm-hmm. And this is a game changer. The teacher said, it's foolish to lose in your own fantasies. Okay. So anything that we're making up for the future is like, we're making it up. Right. So like if we're worrying about something, whether it be a flight or a test or a relationship, so it's like stupid to like make it bad. Right. So while you're sitting there thinking about it, you might as well make it good. Wait, I love that. It's kind of like the whole power of manifestation, right? Yeah. Like like, if you're going to sit there and think about how like the flight's going to go wrong and it's going to be late, you might as well be like, I'm going to get on that flight and they're going to have an upgrade for me. And then- I'm going to be sitting next to Snoop Dogg and we're going to have this amazing <laughs> conversation. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's just as likely to happen as the bad thing. Right. You know? And then, so, and then if those things that you don't happen, like all that good stuff doesn't happen, like Snoop Dogg's not on your plane, it's still like you didn't waste your time with like that negative energy and the negative right. thoughts. Suffer, like, or if you're going to suffer, like just do it while it's happening. Right. You know, like. I love like- that. Isn't it great? It's so great because I feel like it had, do you ever have anxiety? Like, are you an anxious person? So I wasn't until recently. Oh, I think maybe kids or I don't know, like it just, but yes, I, I do. I do get into those loops now sometimes and it takes me longer to get out. Well, but I think your that advice from your spiritual, your teeth, your professor, like kind of yeah. would help because I have anxiety, but it would help with anxiety because why are you like thinking about all the, I'm talking to myself now, obviously, why are you thinking about all this bad shit that could happen? <laughs> like, right. Cause you're just making it up right, and, and you're making yourself more anxious. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah and don't you think anxiety like builds on anxiety? Like, even if I hear someone talk about it, I'm like, oh, God, now I have anxiety. 
Or I'll just see it on Instagram because I feel like everyone talks about it now. Yeah. Like, just watching that person talk about it is giving me like Yeah. And sometimes I like I'm like, is it anxiety? Like sometimes it's something totally different. If I really label it, I'm like, oh wait, it's not anxiety. I'm just like really sad. Right. Or, you know? Yes. And then so then it, it feels better because it's like at least it has like a name. Yeah. You know? Yep. It's so true because also anxiety, I think I saw something on Instagram today day about this someone's insta story where like it's not a, I feel like people say like oh it's anxiety well it could be stress it could be sadness like there's so many other things like anxiety is actually like a clinical right like a like a bio like a something's in your brain like a chemical imbalance right 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 yeah it's like a buzz now yeah Do you think like, more people are talking about it oh my god or, all the time yeah all the time yeah and I all think but it's interesting you've gotten anxiety as you've gotten old like as your kids have gotten older I mean mine I, I wasn't born with it either I got mine like I would say 10 years ago but still it's like so interesting when it when it shows it so do you have like panic attacks or I don't have panic attacks I just feel I think you know it's so interesting because maybe what I'm labeling as anxiety someone else would be like that's nothing right you know but I do feel like I didn't used to think about like worst case things as much as I do and I don't know if it's kids just like having to worry about them there's more things for me to worry about. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But Facebook for me is like the worst. Oh, I gosh. It's like emotional, like, um, what's the word? Like bombing or something. You know, it's just oh, like yeah. you just leave something out there and I read it. And I'm like, I didn't want to know that. Oh, like, but, but I, I feel like Instagram that. too. I mean, I mute a lot of people that yeah. are like that. Um, but yeah. It's, yeah, I don't go on Facebook for that reason because I always end up leaving being like, I didn't need to see that video right. of the guy right. in front of the tree. Like, that's something I could have just done without. Right. But you were happy, though, that I did post the Halloween costume of the kid without the head, right? That was amazing. <laughs> that <laughs> that I, was amazing. But it's but like social media, like it's true. Like social media, I think, is the root cause of so much anxiety. And for me, it's not, I mean, I'm sure there are parts of it that are social media, but for me, my anxiety is this is so fucked up. Like my anxiety is that I'm I'm anxious about having anxiety. Like yeah. it's so weird. Yeah. So yes, I've been there before. Yeah. I've been in yes well it's like you said like stop like don't think about everything that can go wrong just think about it positively and if it does go wrong then you'll deal with it right I like that okay say it again you meditate so I no I did for a little while I was on a really good streak I did headspace or calm or one of those apps and now I just don't do you I same I used to do headspace every day I I go in waves but I do feel like it helps me when I'm doing it I think so I too. Just, I just, yeah. I can't quiet my mind that much. Yeah. It's, it's difficult, but it's, so, but I, I mean, I know it's life changing for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's the point is like to be okay with being anxious. Right. You know? Right. Like feel it, like let it all yeah. go through you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I should if probably. If you're not, it's like you're double suffering. Yep. You know? you're exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. But it's so hard to do in the moment. Oh my God. It's so hard. <laughs> no it's it's crazy but um well I love that advice from your who was that your what teacher was that um so I got my master's degree in spiritual psychology so So someone in your well we should Ron Ron Holnick was his name Ron Holnick gets a shout out on the podcast (laughs) um okay tell me so the last like 15 minutes or so is 
maybe my favorite part. It's kind of my quick fire round where I ask you questions that you just first thing that comes to mind. They're super fun. They have nothing to do with anything we just talked about, like super random. So are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. If someone were to play you in a movie, who would it be? Jessica Chastain. Oh, yes. Yes. I love it. And what would the movie be about? Oh, would it be called Dope Ass Mom? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay. If you could have drinks with anyone living or dead, who would it be? Malcolm Gladwell. Mm. Yes. You're good at this game. Right? Um, yeah. If there was a plane out, airplane outside your house or wherever you are right now, where would you have it take you? I would have it in a Bali. Yeah. In a Bali? I said it wrong. Bali. 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 No, it's Bali. Bali. <laughs> Bali. Bali. <laughs> um, if you could only bring three things, not including like kids, people, family, people or pets or whatever, what three things would you bring? Those little Justin almond butter packets. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I have those everywhere. Um, probably face washes. I hate not being able to wash my face. Mm-hmm. And floss. I hate not being able to floss. Okay. So what face wash do you use then if you're a big face washer? <laughs> I'm going to just not, I'm not going to say her name, right? Okay. Um, Dr. Sh- Dr. Strom. Oh, oh, um, Barbara, Barbara's. Barbara. Yeah. Barbara Strom. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I hear it's great. Okay. If, oh, who's your celebrity crush? Um, celebrity crush, probably, you know, I love Jeff Goldblum. Oh, oh, I think I read that on your site. Yeah, I just love, I just have such a crush on him. Okay, we can work with that. Um, I like it. What, uh, okay, what, if you had one extra hour in the day to do anything, what would you use the hour for? Probably get a foot massage or take a nap. Yeah, do you go to those reflexology places where they just do your feet? Yeah, I'm addicted. Yeah. Like, it's, completely addicted. Who mm-hmm. wouldn't go? Like, I don't know about by you, but when, I, in, when I'm in Houston, they're so cheap. Yeah, they're, they're like, like, it's kind of disturbing, right. you know? <laughs> You're like, um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But it's it feels like so good. dollars for 60 minutes. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like I have a conscience, and I don't know how much they're getting paid, but. Right. No, that, oh, I, yeah, I didn't think about it like Sometimes that. Sometimes I put the money, like, just on the side. Oh, that's nice. Because I don't know if they actually give them their tips. That's a really good point, actually, to give it directly to them. I like that. Mm-hmm. But you're full of good tips. Um, tips, at, pun intended, but, like, you're full, full of good pointers. tips. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are your, or not, I guess, anymore, because your kids are not babies anymore, but when they are that, when they were at the baby stage, three must haves that like every new mom has got to get. Um, probably. Okay. So there's this thing called the boppy. Okay. Boppy. I think it's like, it's like this little thing. If you're nursing, it's helpful because it holds them up. But if you're not nursing and just feeding them a bottle, it's also helpful because it like puts you in the ideal position to feed them and watch TV at the same time. Oh, it's like comfortable. Okay. So I would say the boppy. The boppy. There's this thing called the nose Frida. Oh, I've heard of that. Amazing. Wait, don't you like suck the snot out? Yes, it's amazing. Okay. I would do it to like other, like if you are in the area and you don't want to do it and you want me to come over and do it for your kids, I would do it. Because it's like, (laughs) it's satisfying. I love things that like products that like, I don't know if you're like this, but I like to see a result. Yes. So I'm very like, that 
that satisfies well me. and I mean I kind of think you should put that as a service on your site like you will nose free to the other kids like I will nose free to your, will kid. free to your kid but yeah that's almost <laughs> a satisfy well I don't know I've never done it but satisfying like this is gross but popping a, a whitehead <laughs> there, yeah exactly yes and there's like a filter so it's not like you're you don't you know what I mean it's like right, right 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 but like whatever okay and so that's then- something I don't know. Oh, the swing. I mean, I feel like anything that'll put them to sleep. Yeah. You know, swing or I'm sure it's like things change so fast. I know. I feel like these registries are like the things on them. Like, where do people come up with this? Do you know there's something called a PPTP? Have you heard of it? Oh, we tried that. I didn't think it really worked that well. Oh, I mean, I was just cracking up when my friend had it at their house. I'm like, what? Yeah, Yeah, I tried everything. I tried every single swaddle every miracle blanket like Everything. I was obsessed with getting them to sleep which so is I- so funny because like when I know when I was a baby I mean I'm 33 so 32 years ago or whatever my mom they didn't have all this shit like <laughs> I know I don't know what they did I think they care I don't I don't think they I don't know I think they just like weren't so sensitive to our needs yeah and yeah so they're like well I need to sleep. Right. So she gonna have to cry. Right. Like figure it out. <laughs> exactly. Um, what shows, if any, are you currently binge watching or what are your favorite binge watching shows? So I haven't been watching shows lately, okay. but I love Miss Maisel. Okay. Mar- Maisel. Did you watch that? So I, it's so funny. I didn't, and I'm Jewish. Like all my, all my Jewish friends are like, are you kidding me? And I have not watched it. I watched, I binge watched Narcos. Okay. And- bad like I watched all those I watched um there was a show on HBO about a new a single mom smell oh I for- yes I hear it. I is it still on I don't think so I think it got canceled but it was really funny oh, and okay. then I yeah. tried to watch that new show um everyone's talking about it it's about the teenagers and the drugs teenagers and alcohol oh um, my gosh I'm not 13 reasons of- why no. no it's um oh my gosh this is gonna if you think of it, you have to let me know. This kind of sounds good. Yeah. Well, it was like anxiety producing for me. So oh. I couldn't, couldn't even watch. I couldn't even get through an episode. Oh, okay. Um, is it Netflix? No, it's on HBO. Um, okay. Hold on, I'm going to look it up. Oh, good. I haven't heard of it. Oh, maybe I've heard of it. I don't know. It's going to drive me crazy. <laughs> I know that. Oh, shit. Euphoria. Euphoria. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, I about? I totally, I haven't seen it, but I totally know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, so it's just like graphic sex and like drug, like I just can't. But like with I teenagers? Would, yeah, like that's like the kind of thing I'd be able to do before being a mom without having any issues. And now I'm just like, I can't even So it. I should watch it before if I ever decide to be a mom. Mm-hmm. Okay. People love it. Like people like really, really love it. But oh. it's just huge. Oh, so okay. All right. So those are, that's all good shows. Okay. If you were running for president or like for something in office, what would your slogan be? I don't know. Make America fun again. Yeah. (laughs) That's a great one. (laughs) I love it. I'll vote for you. And what motto or quote do you try to live by every day? Uh, motto or quote. What's that quote about if it's a bad, if it's, you know, do it because it's a good story. You know what I'm talking about? No, but tell me more. <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe I might. It's like, just do it. It's like, do it because it'll be a good story. Do it even if it's just, if it's a bad idea, at least oh, it'll be a good story. I like it. I don't know how to quote it. Do I you know like it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's great. Basically, the, like the, the, 
the point of the quote is like, even if it doesn't sound like the greatest idea, do it because it's going to make for a great yeah. story yeah, and it could make story. people laugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I love it. That sounds good. Like coming from a comedian, that totally makes sense. Yeah. I love it. I think that often. I Sometimes it. it doesn't turn out so well, but it's always, it's but it's always there. A, <laughs> Amazing. Um, before we fully wrap up, tell everyone where they can follow you on Instagram, website, Facebook, wherever, and um, what anything they should be looking out for, the podcast, all the things. Uh, my handle is I, I, Andrea Loveoff. Uh-huh. It's not your best mom. Someone already had that. What? Um, yeah, but you know what? It's good because it's sort of like I think some brands would be kind of opposed to working with dope ass. Oh, because you know, of ass. So but since it's Andrea Levoff, I feel like, and then I kind of sneak dope ass mom like in the bio. Right. I feel like it kind of slides because when they're presenting to their clients, they're like Andrea Levoff. You know. Right. That's so a good point. And now that's and it's yeah. your name, so it's good. Yeah. And it, it's an over. Yeah. It's your brand. Right. 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 And then my website is andrealevoff.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, my blog is dopeassmom.com. Mm-hmm. And the podcast should be coming soon. Now I ha- now I have to do it. I mean, you said it. It's out there. Now you really have to. It's out there. So the pot, and then yeah. is, um, and then you do your YouTube series still or no? I'm not doing that right now. Okay. Not, but, maybe it's but there are, are they still on YouTube for people to yeah, watch? Yeah, they're still on YouTube. Yeah, cool. they're still on YouTube. Cool, cool. I'm, I'm blonde in them. Um, oh, oh, are you, oh yeah, you're not blonde anymore. No. That's, I've considered, I'm like, should I go blonde? Not like full blonde because I'm very br- brunette, but I'm like, I'm like, should I get highlights? I've been thinking about it. For sure. Yeah. I think you should try it. Why right? not? It's just your hair. Like, why not? Right. Yeah. Like, why not? Um, okay. Amazing. So everyone has to follow Andrea. And then whenever she, her podcast comes out, I imagine you will be posting it everywhere and people will know about it. Um, thank you so much. This was so fun. Was so fun. I wish it was in person, but next time part two. I know. I was like, I want to use this as an excuse. To oh my God. York. Me too. And now I know I'm going to New York in a couple of weeks and I, but I was like, I want to get her on. So I'm doing it regardless. <laughs> yes, I agree. Anyway, but thank you so, so much. Everyone follow Andrea. And as always, you can follow me at Julie Lauren 14 and I'll talk to you very soon. Bye.